Section 1 of Dear Godchild. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marianne. Dear Godchild, by Marguerite Bernard and Edith Serrell. Section 1. Introduction. A young New Yorker of twelve lately heard an appeal for the fatherless children of France, and his heart was touched. He had no money, but he resolved to give his spare time and his utmost energy to support a kid in France. The French child needed ten cents worth of extra food each day, in order to grow up with strength and courage. The little American godfather earned those ten cents. He sold newspapers at the subway entrance, after school hours, and undertook an amazing variety of more or less lucrative odd jobs. Sometimes business was slow, and it was hard to keep up the game, but he did. He is still, in the true American expression, making good for his dear godchild, and doing it with a broad and brotherly grin. His name is James P. Jackson, Jr. His letters to and from the kid in France are published just for fun, and yet in the hope of encouraging more dear benefactors to join our large family and help along, in the same spirit and with the same joy. Edith Serrell Letters 1-4 to four. Greenville Falls, November twenty seventh, 1916 Dear Miss Secretary, How are you? It is all right about the French orphan, and I would like a boy between ten and twelve, if it is the same to you. At first Dad said I could a have him, because there was plenty of rich godfathers who would take him if I didn't. But Mother told him of the appeal you made, and that I was going to raise the money myself. And he said, Well, I guess you are right, and if he can raise enough money to raise a kid on, he is welcome to it. And she said, I guess that is the right spirit. And so I am sending you eighty-five cents, which is seventy cents for the first week, and you can keep the change which is fifteen cents for the next week. So I will only send fifty-five cents for the first week after that. The eighty-five cents is my birthday money, which was on Thanksgiving Day, and I guess the folks will be glad to give me work when they know I am supporting a kid in France. Hoping you are well, and I am the same I will, close. Yours truly, James Prendergast Jackson, Jr. P.S. I should like his name to be Bill or Pete in French, and not one of those girly names, if that is the same to you. To Mr. James Prendergast Jackson, Jr., Dear Sir, According to your instructions, we have assigned to you André Leblanc, aged 11, number 18, Rue d'Autencourt, Paris, as your godchild for one year. Thanking you for your interest in this worthy cause, we beg to remain, very truly yours, the Junior Committee for the Fatherless Children of France. Greenville Falls, New York, December 1, 1916 Dear Godchild, How are you? I am very well, and I have gained five pounds in one week, which makes me eighty-five pounds, which is thought very good in America. Have you had much snow? We have had it considerable here, which has spoilt the skating on Frost Lake, which is behind old Sam Bursher's house, who is our neighbor. I am glad you have a short name. I had rather be called Andre than Nicholas, Christophe, or John Marie, but I would rather you were called Bill, or Pete, or Sniper, 
but you can't help being what they call you, so never mind. I supported you this week by selling seventy copies of the Greenville Mirror by hand. It is a good paper and should be patronized. I walked into Jim Parker's office, he is the editor, and said, Mr. Parker, if you have a loose job and no man for it, I am the man you want. And he said, How old are you? And I said, Eleven. And he said, What you want a job for? And I said, Oh, for a kid I have in France. And he said, Since I was supporting you, if I could sell seventy copies of the mirror, he would give me thirty-five cents. And mother have given me fifteen cents for minding the chickens when she went to Pete's kill. So I knew it would be all right. So I said, Very well, you're on. So I took the mirrors and stood on the corner of School Street. And blimey, the men began to come home from the city, and some of them stopped to buy a mirror, and some did not. So I thought I would make an appeal, so I hollered, Buy a mirror for a kid in France, and waved it in their faces. And you should have seen them buy. Anyway, I guess the mirror is a good old paper, but when all the men had come home, I thought I would take the papers to the folks that weren't on the street, like the school ma'ams and the sisters. Well, most of them hot fine, except Miss Lee, the Sunday school teacher, and she said the mirror was a low-down politician's sheet. And I said, buy it for Lily Blanche, her help. And she said, what are you so anxious to sell papers for? And I said, how do you expect me to support a kid in France if you people won't help out? And she said, the Lord will provide. But I told her I would rather do it myself. And she said, I guess he's doing it through you. So at last she forked it up, and I went home at six o'clock. But I tell you, I had a pretty tough day. Say, how is your muscle? Have you any brothers and sisters? I have five. They are Amanda, age sixteen, Cecilia, age ten, Myra Louise, age seven, Molly, age six, and Heloise, age five. I come between the first two. Dad wanted to call Heloise Omega after Alfred and Omega in the Bible, but Mother said that was foolish, and I guess it was, cause there was no boy to be Alfred except me, and I was already James, so he give it up. Sid Perkins is supporting a girl in France, and he's awful rich, and don't have to work to keep her going. Gee, I'm glad you're a boy. Girls is all right in their line, but I wouldn't adopt one for love or money. Can you hear the shooting from where you are? I have seen the new American submarine, and it is a fine bus. I tell you, if ever the Yankees come runnelin' over there, you won't see Kaiser Bill for dust. Do you like prisoner's base? What grade are you in? Well, hopin' you are well, and that some day we will meet somewhere in France. I will close. Your affectionate godfather, James Pendergrass Jackson, Jr. P.S. If I ever go to war, and I enlist and go to France, I might take you back to New York on furlough. 16 December, 1916 Dear Benefactor, I thank you with the bottom of my heart for your kindness unto me. Maman and me have been so content to receive your letter and your donation generous. Your succor will sweeten the times difficult that we are transversing, and the silver you send will permit me to eat of the meat and be forceful to aid Maman, as she has so much of labor and of pain. I will tell you, dear benefactor, that I am not the most robust, but I take the oil of liver of codfish all the days 
for make myself high and good carrying. Yes, dear benefactor, I will forget never what you do, and all the nights I make a prayer for you be happy in the life. I cannot read your letter very well alone, because I know not sufficient the English, but I have one aunt. She is dead. She know very well the English, and she teach me of it, and my great sister also. She is a dactylographer, and she know the English very perfect, and she me aids so I do mistakes not at all, and I serve me of the dictionary also. Mamma says your letters will make complete my education, but some words I comprehend not. What is, for example, the kid? I search, and I see it only is the offspring of a goat. I am sure in the book is the mistake, for my dear godfather will not make the pain to me and my mamma in calling me the offspring of a goat. Dear godfather, I am so surprised that you be so much heavy. I have eleven years like you, and I am only thirty-nine kilogram heavy. But in America, maman tell me, all is big, big. It is droll, so big little boys. Sometimes I ask myself if you are veritably a little boy. Perhaps it is to make laugh you tell me you are one infant. Perhaps you are the old gentleman. Tell me, dear godfather, what is the Sunday school? In Paris, we go not to school this Sunday. We rise more lately, and we dress more pretty than the days of week, and for breakfast we eat the cacao in lieu of soup of potato left of last night, and we go to the grand mass with maman. Little brother Jean is one infant of choir at the church. He do nothing but balance and smoke the incense, and be pretty like one angel, because his hairs are like the gold, and his eyes like the heaven when the sun makes shine and all the beginning he was not content, because the smoky make him sneeze, and he did cry, and he wanted not to endorse the dress white with lace. He say he resembled to a girl, and he believe all the world in the church was regarding him. But now he is habituated, and he become more sage. It is very necessary he become sage, because he is so devil. Yesterday, for example, Monsieur Le Cure gave him a pretty card postal with the image of angels, and tell him he must apply to resemble to them. And Jean responded, No, I want not to be the angel, and have wings like one hen. Mr. Le Cure says it is Satan that commands the wicked words like that, and when he go to fall in temptation, Jean must say, Fadretro Satanas, and that makes Satan go behind. And Jean says, Yes, but then Satan go at my back and push hard, so I fall. It is very sad little Jean be so much bad. I tell you, dear benefactor, that I effort myself to work and be very sage, so little brother make mortal on me. I go to catechism two times by week, and I am on the table of honor, and for Christmas Monsieur Le Cure give me a pretty shawl for hold my neck and shoulders warm when I go to school. For Christmas Jean put his shoes in the chimney for the little Jesus to fill them like all the years, but Mamma says to him, this year the little Jesus carry nothing, because with all the sauce in the world he want to get our big victory, so the dirty boches kill no more our dear papas. But, grace to you, the morning of Noel the shoes were all of the same replenished. There was apples red, and some chocolate and stockings with long legs. We make many of holes in our stockings, 
and all the time there is no more cloth in places, so maman cuts them down. So in the beginning they are long, then one half long, then socks. It was socks all the winter, dear benefactor, but when your silver come, the legs come long again. In the after-dinner Noel we made a promenade in the woods of the Bologne, and now is the vacancies of Noel, and I aid maman, and she make me some black aprons new for to go to school, and I sit myself down on the side of her. She loves not that I play in the streets, because she desire that I be well elevated. And it is much snow in Paris. It makes so cold that I love not to go out. Dear benefactor, you demand what grade I am. I comprehend not. Only the officers have a grade. Are you an officer? I think yes, because you talk so much the submarines, etc. I have nothing more to say at you, but maman joins herself to me to pray you to agree, dear benefactor, the expression of our sentiments the most distinguished and respect to us. Your godchild, A. Leblanc. End of section one.